Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening. And this is the Almost Happy Hour Gaming Podcast. I'm Paul, and I'm here with two beautiful gentlemen, and we're going to talk to you about beautiful things, beautiful things in the gaming world. To my right, I have... David, only beautiful games. Looks like shit. We're not touching it. Indeed. And to my left, I have... Cody, and I agree with that. The game is shit. We are not touching it. But we could touch it. Possibly a little bit. A little bit. Only to immediately regret Woolworth holding it. gloves, touch the subject, and then put that subject glove back. And put it down. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Something we're going to touch on today is going to be Halo. Now, Ooh. I feel I shouldn't lead the way on this because Ooh. I've only beat, recently, mind you, and it is 2015, I've only beat Halo 1. Now, I've guys. played multiplayer back in the day. Um, as you can tell, the people who have played Halo are eager to speak, so I'm going to hand it off to Paul now. How do you I, feel about new Halo 5 Guardians? Well, one, I, I think a bunch of people listening right now may have raised some pitchforks and uh, and uh, picket fences because David has just recently beat uh, Part 1. Uh, I just, in his defense, um, he played the newer collection as far as uh, the I HD did, version. And I'm actually glad that he played it in that, you know, in that fashion as far as that goes because he gets to see you know how it looked back then and kind of you know compare and contrast as far as that goes oh yeah it was awesome to be able to hit select and just switch back and but forth. also there's a major thing that um that i i think he probably would get out of that game is that that was like the defining first person you know halo experience that had the whole huge campaign and uh you know that epic story to where you're like, you know, hey, I gotta drive all the way over there to get to this battle. Oh my god, that was the very first game to do something, you know, the way it did as far as that goes for its time. And I played uh, it with that mindset of thinking, what was this great? Like, what made this game so awesome? I know mm-hmm. when I played multiplayer with a few people on land on deployment, it was awesome. It was the only good parts of being deployed when we got a chance to do that. Now, after playing the first one, it was kind of like, okay, I get it. I get it. Let's see how Halo 5 is, because mm. I've heard there was some drama along the way between 2, 3, and 4. Apparently, it's still here with 5. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. Cody, what do you have to say about that? No, I think it. coming back to Paul and how, him saying how it's great that you played all of them, or the first one at least, and you you bought the Master Chief collection. Yeah, I bought the Master Chief collection. Yeah. I will play all of them. I'm not going to wait to play. I've already started playing five. Yeah. We <laughs> will actually Good. be doing the campaign together. Yes. Paul's already started. Cody has started. He beat it. Okay. Shoot, we should stream some gameplay. But we will be streaming the gameplay of us three together. If you've listened to our other podcast, Almost Happy Hour podcast, you've seen how much fun we have over there. Imagine that while playing video games. It's It's going to be awesome. It's going to be the awesome Happy Hour podcast. Oh, yeah. No, but it's good that you played the the Master Chief Collection, the first one, because I I really think with that one, and I have that as well, you you can see this huge advancement within the games as you're going along Mm -hmm. and pressing Mm -hmm. i think it's like the back button or select button what you said Mm -hmm. you can switch between the old Old school way and then like the hd version of it which is amazing um when i first picked that up on launch night i tried to play the multiplayer it did not work and it didn't work a month or two later and i don't think i still think to this day it's having issues but i will say this it works now does it work because okay that's what that's what I wanted to get into. I wanted to play those old maps. Mm-hmm. I played on deployment, and it was awesome. And that was actually good. I can't keep up with these kids these days. They're, <laughs> they're freaking hiked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh god! But yeah, it's really it's really really cool. Um, just pay, playing through the all the campaigns and seeing the whole story in one just giant game that you can buy. You don't have to buy each separate one. Yeah. Which- all of it's this. It's very nice they did that. Oh yeah, and it's you know it's cool that all you guys are saying you know we're all saying these these nice things and it, it brings us to some of the murmurs that I've been hearing about five. Yeah, you know recently as that. far as that goes. So I'm seeing a lot of you know different uh, people say a lot of different things, and what's interesting is that it's one of those things where like you think you could ignore it until you actually experience it yourself, and then you're just like. Something's uh. not right, yeah. <laughs> and I, I mind you, I played the first couple of uh, campaign missions with, um, with, uh, with on multiplayer and alone. 
Um, just the first few. And let me tell you, by mission two, I couldn't believe how frustrated I was getting with the game because of some of the new mechanics. And I'm trying to, and I'm, I'm playing it with an open mind, mind you. I'm so used to how Halo used to be, whereas whenever you did, um, you know, any type of like, you know, in co-op, whenever you did campaign, um, the way they had it set up was, you know, once you died, like, boom, you were, you dropped, you were done. And then, um, you know, you have either your buddy needs to stay alive long enough for you to come back or clear the area for you to come back and vice versa. Now they implemented the whole revival thing. So it's like that type of gameplay style doesn't work anymore. They made it more of like a like a squad based thing. And it's it's to me it's it's I think it's a kind of a weird departure for Halo. Um, you know, any normal Halo fan that's used to the old ways being played, you know, now it feels like you have to wait, you know, an extra like thirty seconds for either you to come back or you know and jump straight back into the action so you can just yeah. go, 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 go. So it's weird. And you know, like um um you know, there's, it's a different studio that's making it. It's three four three. It's not you know the Bungie guys that we're used to. They're they're doing Destiny, <laughs> but um, a lot of what people have been uh, complaining about as far as like just the way the story is now, it doesn't seem like you know it's the traditional way Halo used to be to where you know you're you're going out to these big epic you know open areas. Mind you, I I didn't get super far into the game, so I don't know if it gets to that point. Which Cody has, um, mm-hmm. as we just now found out. Mm-hmm. We didn't hit on that in the pre-production yeah. meeting. So I don't know. But Cody has played it, so he is our campaign means, expert. Cody, if you could elaborate um, on any of what I'm saying or if it gets any different or whatnot, with, without really spoiling anything as far as that goes. No, I did. But, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did find myself, as I was playing in it, playing through it, I like Halo 4 better. That's mm. my favorite Halo. And that game was amazing. Yeah, I like the way it was set up. I like the multiplayer on it. I like that's when they introduced the rank system into Mm -hmm. into everything. Uh, With the newer, with the campaign, the whole squad thing kind of caught me off guard. But in a way, I like it. And I found myself sitting there as I died from hunters and a horde of jackals, Mm -hmm. just pressing X, you know, requesting assistance, waiting for somebody to come get me, and then, like, just watching them all come up to me and just die around me because <laughs> they're getting killed or I die next to a group of hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I did like that in a sense. And I, uh, I haven't messed around with it obviously in co-op yet, but I think that's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Especially when you die, you're going to have people on the mic yeah, screaming people. in your ear. Oh yeah. Get the fuck over here. I think that's going to be <laughs> awesome. Um, the, the story, story wise, it does, it flips between Osiris, which is like, Locke and his group of, of Spartans, mm-hmm. and then it goes back to like Blue Team, which is Chief, Chief and his group, and it's it's really, I didn't like it at first, but as the game progressed, I like seeing both sides and what they were mm. fighting for and what they were trying to do. But the the biggest thing to me, which was kind of a letdown, was the lead up to the game was hyping all this like Chiefs on the run from something like mm-hmm. he's a bad guy, he's an outlaw, but. Last I heard, he yeah, was dead. Exactly. Mm, and I remember it's that like, commercial. <laughs> even even the first two to three missions, yeah. it's not even spoily. You understand, like, that's not the case. Like, Chief's out looking for something. He's not a bad guy. He left the UNSC, the ship Infinity, and he's just looking for something. So he's not on the run. He just sort of went AWOL, I guess you can say. Mm. And they just want him back. They, They're not going to do anything bad to him. <laughs> but I did li- I like the game, but it does have the some murmurs that I didn't like. Getting used to the mechanics was definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself running through, and like when it was a dead zone, I would try to just like get used to it on my own and like run and do like a ground yeah, pound. Yeah, do and, stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. I did like it. I Playing it all the way through, mm-hmm. I, I sat down today and literally just like... Yesterday it was. I just beat it out. Like I couldn't stop playing it. So I guess that's a good thing. Mm. Like I just wanted to beat it. Just beat but, it. But you know, it sounds like there's a lot of things that um, made Halo great. Like I've heard people say Halo's great because of the campaign and the co-op. But then in this game, when it comes to co-op, you have no split screen. And then yeah. that BS excuse yeah. they gave about how oh we live busy lives and this and that we won't pair up. I mean. It's completely different. Like that land that we played on deployment, we were all in the same room. Mm-hmm. It was 
one of the best times, and it's just a video game. Oh, yeah. One of the best times of my life of just hanging out with friends. Oh, yeah. Playing Halo. It's I memorable. Mean, exactly. I'll never forget now those times. Everybody has to have their own damn Now box. we have to, we, <laughs> you have to, you can be hanging out with that person as humans do. <laughs> and then you want to play Halo, you better go home. <laughs> Pretty much. Or, That's yeah. ridiculous. I, I, it's, I'm going to go ahead and put my foot down and say it's unacceptable. I've already paid for the bungle and everything, but it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, yeah. For that's, something like Halo, I feel you like have that, responsibility. That subject in itself is like is a whole nother category that we could even get into because it seems like games these days are almost forcing mm-hmm. online play onto you. It's just like, oh man, you want to play co-op? You better have internet and your own TV and your own console. Like, yeah. whatever happened to, hey, come over so we can play. Like, call, call me old school, but... I still enjoy two-player co-op games or just co-op games in general. Mm-hmm. If there's an option of split screen, it's something that I practically grew up with. Yeah. Who decided that that's something that that just should be taken out altogether? It's not like it's not like it's impossible too. That's the weird. That's the thing that's that's kind of weird to me that they took that out. And it's just like um, you guys are practically seven Halo games deep, and you decide to take this feature out now because what? Yeah. Like, and please, please and give me a great reason. Like, what, is it crashing the game? Because, I mean, you did it on these old consoles, bro. You mean, you got the new powerhouses. Tell me to, what's going on. To a lot of people, um, they use the point of it seems a little money grabby. Of They're going to miss out. Which, it makes sense. I mean, we do live in an age where some people get insulted at the thought of having to pay for something that gives them entertainment music or even games like if they can download it on a pc mm-hmm. for free they're gonna get it for free you know um now you don't have that problem with like xbox one and all that stuff so i don't know why they feel the overbearing need to set up barriers where you have to have someone go get another another xbox, xbox and a copy yeah and i remember the first the split screen thing I remember picking up Titanfall Midnight Release, and that was one of the biggest hyped-up games of Xbox One, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember picking it up and bringing it home and getting my controllers ready to find out there was no split screen, and that was my first endeavor, mm-hmm. into, and this is what the future looks like. Mm-hmm. They're going to make everybody go out, mm-hmm. buy an Xbox or buy a PlayStation, you can, or you can either bring it over to your friend's house and system link in the same house, <laughs> or you have to get your ass home and get in your own room. So it's it's get I, it's, in your room. It's going away, and it's it's really depressing. To it's me. you know it's kind of upsetting. And to what you're saying, Cody, like I've experienced that as far as um when you purchase, you you have so much faith in a specific title that you would think, hey. This feature is going to be in there, yeah. right? I mean, I'm not even going to worry about it because that's that's something I shouldn't have to worry about. It should be in here. And then when you get in there and you go through the menus and you're looking and you're just like, it doesn't have split screen or it doesn't have co-op or why, you know, why can't I do this this basic thing? And like you would think like th- th- that's starting to happen, you know, a lot frequently, I think, these days. I mean, I've had that happen to me in a recent game. Not to go off topic here, but Batman Arkham Knight. You mm-hmm. know, one major thing that I thought was just something that was just going to be there that was across all the games was just absent. And and then you go you go to the store and you spend all this money, you know, thinking that these features that make these games so good should be the way, you know, should stay the same. And then, at, you know, at one point or another, the developer themselves decide, oh, we're going to take this out because... That's what we decided. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand where the decision-making comes from or, like, how the market even looks like that to them to where they think people don't like these certain features that they put in or that they've had for years that we've expected of these certain genres and titles and whatnot. Like, I don't it, – it's weird. It's weird what, you know, seeing what the industry is doing with, you know, with certain titles and, like, you know, seeing Halo be victim – of that, of that, you know. I mean, yeah, because again, um, Halo. This is Xbox's flagship. Yeah. Let's think about it. I can't, and I'm, I could be wrong, but thinking back, I can't think of another game that carried the Xbox as much as it did. Oh no, definitely Halo. I remember like the Halo commercials, and it always showed Master like Halo One. It was so funny. So I- <laughs> yeah, and so combat evolved, and so like I said before, <laughs> some people have. Um, 
pretty much pissed. Yeah, well, that's. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to pause my point for a second. Because when you look at the cover of like the first Halo, Halo Combat Evolved, Halo Combat Evolved, that looks like so many of these one-off games that you never hear about. Like, it, like it, they try yeah, something because like that doesn't look like that's the true. first series or something. Like yep. even Call of Duty. Oh, that sounds like a solid game. Mm. Halo Combat Evolved. Like that did not have the best marketing thing in my opinion, naming wise. But mm. I played the Halo one and I get it. You know, it took me one game. I get it. I'll buy Halo 5, and I did. I'm going <laughs> to play the other ones, um, and I'm sure I'm going to have a good time. But I've heard people mention Halo 1 and Halo 4 as, like, the best mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about what happened with 2 and 3 or 4, so i got to play them. Oh, no, definitely but, play them. Like, 4 uh, so three is feels. A, off three, of yeah. what we've played so far, would you say Halo 5 is not going to be up there with Halo 1 or 4? I mean, because there's all this money grabby stuff, yeah. and like one other thing that <sighs> helps that theory is requisitions. Um, Angry Joe of the Angry Joe Show said it best: "This should just be called Halo Requisitions instead of Guardians, mm. because of such a big deal that goes into the multiplayer." I don't know if Cody, if mm-hmm. you remember what you found about the requisitions. Yeah, so requisitions. And I was very confused at this. Today was actually my first day playing multiplayer because I wanted to beat the campaign first because it's Halo. Mm. It's story-based. It's, you know, character-driven. <laughs> and I always do that with Halo. It's the only oh, yeah. game I'll Halo's go straight into the campaign, campaign first. if it's FPS. Yeah. I've always looked at the campaign as the primary. Oh, yeah. People are starting to drop the campaign now. The biggest yep. thing about the requisitions, and I didn't get them at first because I'm, I'm opening up these, like, trading card packs. Like, I just went to, like, GameStop and bought some Pokemon cards in the game. Like, Oh, boy. And it gives you all these different things, features for your guns. It gives you some, like, you can sell these cards for more points to buy other cards. And I didn't realize that there's three or four multiplayer modes. There's Arena, there's Warzone. Arena is like your your typical, you know, like Slayer. Like your Slayer yeah. and all that. Game the lead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the requisition packs, you can only use the cosmetic ones in Arena. To make your person look different, your Spartan to you know like four yeah. the rank up system, it really doesn't matter because they make you red or blue, so your color is shit in arena, anyways. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to the guns and your loadouts and your your vehicles, you can those are only used in Warzone, and it depends on what level you are, and it depends on your uh, team's energy level as well. I guess how well you're doing, mm. and then you can spawn uh, vehicles and everything. My biggest concern with that is, and Warzone to me is not going to be fun because the people out there who will drop like three hundred or four hundred dollars on DLC like trading card packs are going to have the Wait, upper hand. They have microtransactions. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, they're just called yeah. requisitions. Yeah. It's. Like, uh, it's, it's oh my god! So so this, I could be that one Halo like tryhard. Yep. Hey, bruh, I'm gonna throw around three hundred on requisition cards. Yep. <laughs> And automatically have better stuff just than the guy like, who's actually just sitting there playing the multiplayer, yes. like a human being. Yeah, it gets worse. It gets worse. Good. I'm going to talk to you about Great. something. This that is I what the future of gaming has become. People now, microtransactions is the herpes of freaking video games. <laughs> and Halo, one of the finest women on the block, has got herpes now. That's now, ridiculous. I like that. Or analogy. men, whichever you like, women or men. Somebody's got herpes, and that ain't good. Now. Let's talk about how bad these herpes could be. I'm sorry, Halo fans, for using the herpes analogy, but I'm already knee deep in it. Most of the Halo fans feel the same way that we do about this. That's ridiculous. Now, and again, I'm pulling this from the Angry Joe show because they already did the math, and I want to give them credit. Uh, They did a review on Halo, and it's usually pretty pretty extensive if you haven't heard of Angry Joe show before. But obviously, he's angry all the time. He goes in. So. We're going to keep a calm, just study of what one of this review in particular, what they mentioned. So, there's 679 cosmetics. These cosmetics can be unlocked through these um, packs. Now, it takes 349 gold, gold packs is what you'll need to unlock all the cosmetics in the game. Now... It's three dollars and twenty four cents per oh, pack. Jesus. The math. How much do you think it would cost? Because you used a measly three hundred dollars earlier. That was cute. 
How much do you think it would cost? To unlock everything? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 1800 I don't even want to do just the, the cosmetics. I just want you to give me the answer. The so rounded angrily... math they did was $1,100. Wow. Just Are for... you serious, now, man? Just for when cosmetics. You... Now, let's think about this now. Oh, and my Paul, God. And Paul, please brace yourself because my levels. <laughs> okay. Um, when you look at all those little grayed-out tiles... For the multiplayer game, and you cycle through all of the weapons and the cosmetics and all that stuff. Who in their right mind can say that that is worth eleven hundred dollars? Nothing Jesus. digital is worth eleven hundred dollars. Sadly, that guy is out there. Yep, and he's gonna. That guy is out there. Free. There is a guy that's that guy who exists, who probably already did. There's plenty of that guys out there, and it blows my mind that. These companies know that they're taking advantage of that yeah. particular guy. It is taking advantage of people. Yeah. Um, if you have a lot of money to spend, or and if you just haven't had someone like us or the Angry Joe show to kind of break it down exactly what it looks like, because I've done it before. Mm. I've played those Facebook um, games. Like there's one yeah. like ESPN, ESPN, like you, you build your college purpose. campus. And I've spent like 20 bucks on this game to get these nice campus buildings and stuff. Two months later, that game just shut the fuck down. Wow. No more. I'm like, man, that's 20 bucks. That's tanky gas. Yep. Yep. And 20 like bucks said, is one into Digital, nothing. I mean, when it comes to that stuff, it is not worth it. I've only heard one game have a good point, and it's only relevant because it's coming back. Is uh, I know of one person who spent like $3,000 on rock band songs, but they love rock band. That is their game. Mm. That's not like one they fiddle with. Rock band is their game. Well, rock band's coming back. And you can use all those old songs. With these armor sets and cosmetics, Halo 6 comes out. What is it going to matter? Is it going to matter at all? And, and, and gone I'm not the, trying to bum everybody out. I'm no, just trying to inform. No, you're definitely informing because gone are the days where on Halo 4, you saw that guy with the badass armor. You knew he put some hours into the game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So here now we're, you see a guy mm-hmm. with badass armor. You say, "Did he just spend four hundred dollars in requisition packs, yep. or did he put some hours?" You know, people have. Already, I'm sure people have already spent at least two hundred dollars. There are some other people oh, yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. Who have spent more? Oh, That's yeah. That least, of course. Brace yourself. Probably more. It gets worse. So, my biggest thing from these shooters and stuff of playing. Um, uh, I think it was Modern Warfare 2 that had a lot of bells and whistles when it came to, like, if you leveled up a certain way, you had these extra things that would help you win the match. Well, guess what? You earned it, though. You know, you put in the time, you get those little perks. Mm-hmm. And I guess a lot of people complained about it. Now, when it comes to Halo, when you get that badass mask or whatever, that could have been a guy who just got lucky on his first gold pack. There's no mm-hmm. rank yep. structure to show like, hey, that badass set, like, that could be someone who's been playing for two days. Mm-hmm. There's no sense or ladder system of earning. I would kind of halfway be okay with it because I'm like, you know what? If the person has a freaking gold unicorn helmet, I know he spent 1100 bucks. I'm like, hey, if you got the money, you got it, you know? Mm-hmm. If he has that freaking gold unicorn helmet, it's either he's paid for it or he's been kicking ass day in and day out. And that's where I'm going to avoid him, just like I would avoid Darth Vader in Star Wars Battlefront. Yep, I'm going like this way. <laughs> you know? And that's fine. That would make it so awesome. What is it? Who, in their right mind, um, went through with this? I feel like there could have... I get the part of the business. Mm-hmm. $1,100 <laughs> is going to sound nice to anyone. That's one person we can pull eleven hundred dollars from. Do you know how many games that is? That's every relevant game on the Xbox One and PS4 that has released since their time. (laughs) Every relevant game you could have. They're having the audacity to say, and a Wii U. Throw in a Wii U. Fine. That's so true. (laughs) And they're saying, yeah. You deserve that money. This helmet is pretty rad. Oh my god. Have you seen the colors? Have you seen the colors? They change. They're taking it, man. <laughs> they see how much money all these app developers are making yep. off their microtransactions. And that's what it is. And they and they it is now incorporated into, into these games. games now. And I don't like. I can see DLC. DLC is one thing. Oh, you mm. want a map? Sure, I'll spend five bucks on a map. I'll spend five bucks on this. 
But when it comes to things like trading card packs in a video game, that is app developer DLC yep. shit. It really is. Yep. Okay. And it's even worse. Hey, this, this is, is going to make a, your, your gun stronger. This is going to make you shoot sparkles. It's like, putting a casino aspect to it, too. Yep. There's a lot of reasons why casinos are illegal in a lot of places. And now you have little kids playing these casino-like games. Yep. God bless the parents who have their debit card or credit card tied to these accounts. Because that button is just one click away. Like, oh, two ninety nine. I'll take that gold pack. Thank you. Yep. And I'll have another. And I'll have another. And before they know it, their house is foreclosed because little Timmy wanted all the fucking eleven hundred dollars. I don't know if you ever seen the news article with the kid that spent three thousand dollars on an Xbox. On, um, no, on that one app. Um, what's it called? Game of War. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. No. Three thousand dollars. Is it even off that good? That- Bro, you just sit there and build stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna refer rarely, you to the uh, uh, honest trailer that Smosh Games made, <laughs> and that'll tell you everything you need to know about that game. Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't know about YouTube, but I'm more than happy to point people in other directions of even stuff like us. Like we're gonna be doing reviews, game commentary, all that. But you know, there's plenty of room for other great people. The honest trailers, that's one I love. Oh yeah, Angry Joe Show, always awesome work. They put a lot of hard work into that stuff. Um, so at any time. Cody or Paul, you got anything that anybody's put anything awesome out. We kind of want to be the center for that too. We're going to be constantly looking into this stuff and someone's got an awesome point or take on something or just fucking funny. We're going to let you know. Mm -hmm. Now I will say one thing. I'll say something good about the game as far as the campaign mode goes too. Um, I don't, I think, I don't think they're new, but there are some new enemies within the game. I believe they're called the Prometheans. Is that what they're called in the game? Yeah, yeah. This forerunner. Things. Yeah, yeah. And now, are they new or are they were they in the old ones too? I Those remember robotic. Like a robotic looking, and yeah, the old they were ones. in a uh, four. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're but, just more, you know, more present. This one, yeah, yeah. They're really, really cool. And there's a, I, I like those guys. I like the weapons. The biggest thing that I really found about the game. And what I always tell people is it's not one of those games where you can run around with a battle rifle and a magnum as your secondary weapon the entire game. Mm. In the older games, it was yeah. easy to do that. In this newer game, you're running ammo very quickly, so you have to you find yourself picking up the enemy's weapons, which gives you a very broad like understanding of all of the weapons. So when you do go into multiplayer mode, which helped me actually, because mm. back in the day, I mean, I would pick up weapons here and there, but when it came to like like the bolt shot or like the needler. Like I wasn't a huge fan of those guns. How do I use this? Yeah. (laughs) But now like you, you almost have to. So Mm. it gives you like the experience that like you have to do it now, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. I like that aspect of the game. I'm kind of regretting the herpes analogy earlier for halos has herpes, but, um, (laughs) she's kind of fun though at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Because the multiplayer, when I finally, started to understand the requisition packs. I still hate them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to touch them. But when I started, you know, at, like at learning, okay, this is a AI boss. If I take down the AI boss, it's going to help the team just as much. Because mm-hmm. there are some people who are just so fast with the trigger, you know, I don't stand a chance against them, you know? Yeah. But I can take on the AI boss. I can work with that. And I can still contribute. Now, um... What I found, what made me actually be really good, is listening to a song. Of I mean, I have a bunch of songs I listen to, but whenever that one song hits, and you probably all have one, like that's when all of a sudden you got your old, like you know, you're playing like you're 12 years old again. You got all your <laughs> twitchy fingers and all that stuff, and it's you're just owning music. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just owning it for like three, four minutes straight. And I was just like taking out everyone. And then I checked my score. I'm like, holy shit, I'm like number one on the team right now in Halo. I'm never no more than that. Like, I'm usually just the filler guy, you know. I'm just there to be distracting for other people, you know, to be shot at. Now, this one in particular was uh, Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. And no, this isn't a plug for Rage Against the Machine. It's just an awesome-ass song. A lot of you may know it from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, the -hmm. intro, which I personally, like, that did it for me. Like, I've loved any game trailer that has a good song like i'm done like i will watch that over and over oh and yeah over. then try to find the song name yeah yeah you're like who sang this yeah <laughs> now um this song in, in particular when this came on 
Like, even in my head, I'm like, oh, it's on. Like, I knew it. I'm going <laughs> to kick some ass now for the next four <laughs> minutes. This field is mine. Everyone is dead. Mm. And, like, the Cosmos aligned. I go to the armory, like the West Armory on one of these uh, fields in the uh, war zone. And there's just a sword laying there. <laughs> I haven't played with this sword yet. Doesn't matter. Gorilla radio's on. I'm using the sword. Mm. And then I leap across to the first uh, pyre, I believe they're called in here. And then I just stab one dude in the face and dead. Kill out three sentries for that pyre, dead. Mm. This guy comes running around, psh, stabbed him, dead. <laughs> you know. And then all of a sudden, just rolled around and I capture the base. Nice. I'm like, you're damn right I did. And then the song was done, and I, poof, 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 you know, just <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> Song stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Took three to the chest. <laughs> Wait, my it powers. was one of those things. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is definitely a thing. I need to listen to music again mm. while I play these. Now, do you guys have any songs that you would say off the top of your head, like, when you play it, that's it? Yeah, Cashmere, Led Zeppelin. Always. Just when that just kicks in. And just that the guitar, and then and then Robert Plant comes in. It's just like, it's it. I picture myself in like one of those video game commercials where like they have the whole suits on. They're just running around like the new Battlefront commercial. Have you seen it? The guy's in the office building. He's like, I think he's watching something about Star Wars, and like his friend comes up in the X-wing. Oh like, yeah, throws <laughs> it. yeah. It's yeah. just like that. That's what I feel like. I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm motherfucker, uh. and I'm just going ham at it. Yeah, I can't promise anything, but we'll try to link. Any of these cool references or stuff like videos you just got to see, we'll try to link it on the mm. um, website, almosthappyhour.com. That's our parent site to the Almost Happy Hour podcast. Again, you're listening to Almost Happy Hour gaming, gaming. section. With Scott gaming will be joining us whenever he buys an Xbox One. <laughs> Damn it, Scott. Um, a song that I have, I mean, I have plenty of songs, but if there's one in particular that like, let's say if I was playing like a shooter or whatnot, um, God, the Daft Punk album, the Tron album, yes, was so any God-tier. one of those, any, any one of those, like there's like five songs off top that like I know that if it ever came on in in me playing a video game or if I had gotten a real life fight, I would win. D-Rez. <laughs> D-Rez. is one of them. Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorite ones is The Game Has Changed. That's a pretty intense one because it goes low, then it gets intense, then it goes low. Uh-huh. Um, that's one of my favorite ones. Um, I'm definitely going to make sure I have that album queued up for when Star Wars Battlefront comes out, and I'm going to be playing that whenever so, I'm... So for now, which one? Because I think we're going to go ahead and start just a playlist that we'll build over time. Mm-hmm. So my number one... And I honestly can't say I'm, there are a lot that are really close. But the number one that does it every time for me is Gorilla Radio. Mm. Yours is Cashmere. Cashmere. Mm. Cody's is Cashmere. Dave's is Gorilla Radio. Yours, Paul, is, is Daft Punk. The game has changed. There you go. Yeah, the but first. We could do this like a like a every you know, every podcast thing. Oh, we come, will come we'll, up with a different song. I mean, it's just one of those things. Um it's just so awesome. I mean, the, every single game I can tie a song to it. Now, music definitely does like add some form of intensity because I do like whenever I'm playing fighting games, like that's what I predominantly listen to like uh, you know, different music to. So I have a bunch of songs that go off rip as far as oh yeah, if this comes on like I'm going to kill you because it's like epic anime Japanese background music i'm gonna kill you to this ah, like <laughs> it's so awesome like i love the feeling that you get from like you know how music can just change the dynamic of yeah. what you're doing i mean just at the end of halo one to get to that warthog um sequence, oh yeah this yep. might this might sound like i'm cheating or something or just wrong but uh, I played the Forza 6 soundtrack because I'm playing Forza. <laughs> and I tell you what, I made it first fucking <laughs> try. Also, I've learned if you're late to work, Forza 6, put that on. You'll get there in time. <laughs> Those will be the most serious lane you know, changes you've ele- ever made. Electronic songs while you're driving are such a bad idea because you get so into it. You're just Yo, <laughs> I mean, fast and I'm just waiting to be pulled over and just like, <laughs> officer, but... I mean, do you hear this one? I mean, you would have sped too. Come on. Mm. All right. So going back to Tron, the first time I ever got pulled over, I was listening to the Tron soundtrack. And I'm going down the road. It's dark out. The lights are going it's past me. I feel like I'm on the grid just like in my light cycle just going. I'm Those were light cycles. That was the cops. I'm like, damn. Clue has found me. I'm done. Yo. 
it's so funny how music could like drive like, safe enhance, kids. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> enhance like these just little things as far as that goes. Like driving game, man. Driving, yeah, we should we should definitely make a like come up with a playlist and like yeah. let it grow over time. You, see what songs you heard we have it here first. Then, we're gonna have okay. So what I would we'll like to do song of the week. is we're gonna have the official almost happy hour gaming podcast playlist. That's <laughs> yeah, a think about mouthful, that. Right? That's a mouthful. It is. The official um, happy hour podcast gaming playlist. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then if anyone cares to participate. Outside of this podcast, you know, we have a website, we have Facebook, we have Twitter. Just drop it on any one of those. Oh, yes. Please share what makes you and that, get that's it. That's going to be Almost Happy Hour on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and almosthappyhour.com. You'll have a comment section under this. Any song. We don't care. I mean, if you say the weirdest song, we're going to trust you that for some reason you do listen to Hit Me Baby One More Time while playing Fight Night or something. Oh, that's And we'll just believe it. We'll try it out. God. We'll put it on Twitch. Yeah, I'll try yeah, it. Yeah, we can do Twitch. that. Yeah, try it out while we're playing looks. any of the games. <laughs> Please don't suggest any just, oh God, I could already feel it. The awfulness. <laughs> the Spice Girls movie soundtrack just going at it on Street Fighter. I like listening to the song that played when the Titanic was going down while playing Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> now, while we're on the topic, and then we'll kind of get back to Halo for just a little bit. Um, what natural in-game music, like what game, would you say has had the best music? Oh man, oh, man. Dude. Yo, let figure me it out you. in thirty seconds. Let me no. tell you right I now. I know one That's immediately hard, yeah. off the top. Um, wait, do you have one, Cody? Okay, you I'm going to- like. There's a specific, and the, the one that I can really think of off the top of my head mm. that just, like, makes me happy, and it's because of, and it's Halo. It's Honestly, it has to be Halo, because in one of the missions, in the new game, in the campaign, you really haven't heard that music, like that, da 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 yeah. and then there's one mission, you're going, and you just, it just boots up in the background, and I just, like, a smile came on my face, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like a little kid again, like, I'm playing, it's it's the most badass moment I think in the mm. whole game. It's awesome, but yeah, Halo is one of my biggest ones. I'll I'll, I'll continue to think though. Mm. There's more. Um, a very obscure title of mine that um, came out in 2012. God, I wish it's, this game would have a sequel, but it was a complete package. Asura's Wrath. Um, that had a very interesting soundtrack. Um, it was very um, like emotional. String tugging as far as but some see of the that'd songs. be cool though because again I mean I love music obviously you can tell I'm asking all the music questions um, I know the story of that game because mm. I watched all the cutscenes oh, yeah. I don't remember like listening out for the music and mm. stuff like that so I'm definitely gonna have to check that out the music was intense like I I played through that game multiple times like I I was fanboying that game for for a while and you know the music which for some reason is hard to find like. Um, I need to get get on that as far as that goes, but that game soundtrack was definitely like on point as far as like for what the game was, the intensity, you know, it was all about rage and like you know emotions as far as that goes. So recently, I would say as far as games, I mean, I know I asked the question, but as far as in-game music, what kind of really sticks to me right now I can think of is when I was playing Destiny, and this was off of this was in the very beginning when. Everyone was saying this game sucks, it's stupid, or like oh, I'm missing all this and that. And when that music kicked in, that changed everything. I'm like, no, nah, this game's pretty awesome because uh, I went from like just shoot people to like I feel like I'm the last stand of, of like good versus evil kind of thing mm-hmm. with like how dramatic and epic that music was. Now, I'm gonna ask one more music question, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> so, um, one more music in. Like, what game trailer had the best music? All right, so I'm going to jump real quick back to the last question because I thought of one that was something other than Halo. Perfect. That's fine. Mm. Kingdom Hearts. Oh. Oh, yes. Kingdom yeah. Hearts, just that was really so great music. So much yes. And yes I'll times let, three. And I'll let somebody <laughs> else take the trailer question first because I think I got one, but go ahead. Mm. Game trailer with the best. Damn. That's tough. So I can remind you of one, and I will let you have a freebie. Mm. Um, You can take it from me. Um, The first Gears of War. 
You know, I was thinking that uh, oh, when it had the, Mad World. That was yeah, one of the first that ones that did a, I believe the words juxtaposed of like, you know, this epic fight with just like sad, sad music, you know? Mm-hmm. It's one of those like, man, he's like, what, like 1 you to know, 12 left or something? I mean, that, even thinking about it now, it gives me chills. That's you one know, of the best ones. One for trailer that, God, you know what? I do have one because I remember watching this trailer like five times because it hit me so hard in my feels because of just how well they did it. And it's a shame that the game itself, you know, got a lot of flack for not being as good as the other ones. Batman Arkham Origins. The reveal trailer for that where it showed like when he was a kid and then it like kept, it switched to when he was like growing up and all oh, that. Yeah. And like it kept like a still. So it was more was of the, the imagery. Music, the imagery mixed plus with the, the music. music. Like okay. as far as that goes, I liked, I personally liked that. Because I feel that like. Goes. The music set the tone for the Gears of War, and then the imagery at the end was like, oh, that's awesome. Mm. Like, just blackness, and then the eyes of the creature came yeah. out. Now, you got one yet? Cody? Yeah, definitely. And what you said made me think of mine. Mm. Arkham City had a song by oh, the Heavy. Oh, Batman fans. <laughs> and it, this song is called Short Change Hero. Mm. One of the lines in the song is, and it's Batman, he's swooshing through in the trailer and just beating the shit out of people. But one of the lines in the song is, they say no place for no hero. So it's like, um, it, it's just, I don't know. I need There's to rewatch some, that one. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, and just listen to the mm. song too because it really makes you think of like Batman just beating the shit out of people. It's yeah. really cool. I liked it. Mm. So it's not as serious as those two. Um, so are you sticking with your Batman one? Yes. And you're sticking with your Batman one as well? I'm going to stick with it, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say my recent favorite um, that really, like, kind of get me into, tra- like, yeah, this is why I love game trailers, like, with that have awesome music, was Fours of Sixes' latest trailer. They have a few of them, mm-hmm. but there's one that they pretty much pay homage to all of the racing games. And this is genius, because I grew up with a Gran Turismo, okay? Mm-hmm. I was like, Forza, fuck you guys, okay? I'm just playing you, because Gran Turismo takes forever to make, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. You're my rebound until Gran Turismo <laughs> comes back. But with this commercial... Fours is the one now because it starts off with like the little digital like eight uh, bit sound and you have this like just the white pong looking blocks and you have a real car driving across it, mm. across it and then as it um, plays through it's this song called high voltage mm. but they have like an eight bit version of it and then it goes through and just digitally moves on to like the modern day song and you mm. see like everything kick in and anytime you're racing or watching a specific cut of racing footage, and it's a video game, something you know you can jump into and take. Mm-hmm. And then they have it, like, pay homage to all the racing and stuff, and then um, the line was, this is what we've been racing towards at wow. the end of it. It's like, That's well, deep. Sh- yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know, I thought I was with Gran Turismo, but apparently Shit. you were racing towards this. <laughs> you guys pretty much took it from them while mm. they were working on their next one, you know? And so I have to respect that. I still think Gran Turismo has a lot to offer, mm. but as far as pulling out the heartstrings, like that last one, I mean, just check it out. It's um, you know, just high voltage Forza Six mm. trailer. It's awesome, and it, it's interesting. Uh, it makes you play the game. The mm-hmm. moment you see that trailer, you'll either go buy it. I think or that's pretty. That's a pretty interesting. Uh, like as far as I haven't even seen the trailer, but just the way you explain that, like them, like touching on like just the generational growth of like, hey, this is what racing games used to be and this is what it's become. Like, Yeah, and, say, and saying we way. are the flagship, we are the ones now. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing, because they never owned those previous racing games, mm-hmm. but they paid homage to them. They showed like, hey, this was, they showed the um, the RC cars, you know, uh-huh. um, with the whole oil puddles and water pools and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They paid homage to that. They paid all the homage to the arcade games and stuff. What's funny is that I was I was looking for Gran Turismo. I never saw the Gran Turismo reference in there. Mm. But that's the thing. Gran Turismo, I feel, was one of them. Oh, yeah. But they didn't. Gran Turismo was slipping, you know, taking the time. And so yeah. now Forza, they Steve don't have Rollins. to sit and wait by to compete with them. They're, they're doing their thing like every year now. Mm-hmm. Because now they have they two different it. studios working on they stuff. Got it. They and, have Horizon. And like for them to say this is what we've been racing towards. They, hey man, they got rain effects. They're beautiful. <laughs> That's what we've been racing towards, Look at right? The water to be able to race in the rain. Look they at the got greasy it. Greasy sleekness. Yeah. <laughs> oh 
Oh man, and then when VR finally hits, oh dear God, man, VR that's gonna be. I'm really excited for that, just yeah. for the main fact that when I went to Best Buy one time, I could, I uh, had the uh, opportunity to test out uh, one of the VR devices, and I, don't, I can't yeah. think of what it's called right now, but you essentially you put your phone into it, and it would boot up. And the particular one that I was looking at, it looked like I was in a movie theater and I was sitting down and I was looking around the movie theater as I moved my head. And, the, and it's crazy. There was one where it was kind of like, uh, uh, it was based off of a movie, but you're sitting in this chair and people are walking around you talking to you and you can like look at them if you move your head. And like if they're on your right side, it sounds like they're like whispering in your right ear and you can like look over and see them. And when you look over it, like, their voices are in front of you because mm. it was crazy. So it's definitely the future. It, it definitely is. It, it's um, I have the Oculus Rift uh, development kit, and I've played a bunch of the uh, demos and everything. And it's just one of those things that I don't always have time to get into it because it is a little cumbersome um, compared to your usual just hit the Xbox on and mm. then get on, you know. But when you're in it, like, I don't feel any need to get out. So, like, <laughs> I make sure I get stuff done before I get in there because I'm just going to let the day go by because you do feel like you get transported to these worlds. Mm-hmm. Now, some are obviously more immersive than others, but um, even, like, there's some demos I will play. It's just like a five-minute demo, but I'm like, man, that was nice. Mm-hmm. I'll go back someday when they do the full thing. <laughs> um, there are even commercials with like the VR stuff incorporated into them that there's like a pizza roll commercial where the kids oh, yeah. are playing. So obviously, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And so yep. that, they're marketing, so, like they're marketing. Hey, it's VR been very stuff. interesting with, um, 2015 where we're getting all those good movies from childhood remade. Um, all the top of the line video games are coming out. Um, I don't know what the government has planned for 2016. Why are we getting all the good stuff now? What what bad gonna happen next year? You know, <laughs> it's like why why are we doing it all? There's got to be bad news coming. Everyone's gonna have all this awesome. The stuff rapture is actually bad. going to happen. Yeah, they everyone know. play your games this year. VR is the only way you can hide from. It. It's like, <laughs> but um, yeah. When it, like you described the whole looking around the theater, um, that's some people have hated that. I know Xbox is gonna have a feature. Of Oculus, where you put that on and you yeah. can be playing. I mean, essentially, it takes you in from whatever crummy living room you may be in, and now you're in a movie theater size screen. Now you can tell yourself, "Yeah, you're not in the theater," but your eyes don't know any different. And eventually, your eyes are going to tell your brain hey. what the fuck to think. Yeah, you know, hey, you're in space. <laughs> yeah, like I think hey, you're, you're in playing space, in space bro. right now. It's like, shit, oh yeah, yeah like one space. of the um, programs. I'm sorry, I can't remember it. I'll, if I if I can, I'll post it on the website. It pretty much turns your desktop into you're floating in space. You That's crazy. take your desktop screen, your windows aren't locked into one monitor in front of you. You can push the window over here to the Aurora Borealis and all that stuff and then have another thing like Crab Nebula, like that's your freaking window there. And it's just mind-blowing, mm-hmm. you know? And there's so much cool stuff about VR. I could keep going on and on forever. I'll try to snip it in the butt. Um, back to the theater view of it. The old Xbox 360 used to have a thing when you watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. You can put it into a view to yeah. where the other person's avatar was I sitting right there. That. that was so cool and kind of cute and stuff. When they got rid of that like, um, like, like me and my girlfriend would watch that, and it would be nice. And we'd joke around like, hey, down in front, you know, because little avatars would mm-hmm. jump up every now and then. Um, and that was just a nice, interesting feature. When it comes to the community, I mean, if you have Halo sending you back to your room at your house, you know, to play these games now, it would be nice if with the Oculus, you can at least put everybody in this cool theater type looking thing. You get your avatar back because we only see our avatar now if we go to like the friends list. Yeah. Um, And so if you get to see your avatar back, at least in those rooms, that's where it'd be kind of cool. Mm. But when it comes to full immersive VR, as far as Xbox or PlayStation, mm. I'm hearing a lot of good things about um, the PlayStation VR now officially. It was Project Morpheus. Yeah. It's official PlayStation VR. They worked real hard on that name. Um, oh, wait. That's what they're calling it? Yeah. PlayStation, PlayStation VR. PlayStation VR. Like, Holy not- <laughs> shite. Yeah. They should have just that's, that's kept so it much at Morpheus. I should have copyrighted that. <laughs> I mean, what's funny is like they used to have those old commercials, like 
PlayStation 9, all this crazy stuff thinking forward, you know, that they would, like, mimic of what it could be like. They couldn't really knock it out of the park with, like, I mean, why, why didn't they just call it the Morpheus? The name is going to be PlayStation VR. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, I mean, in, in the Matrix, cooler. Yeah. because they got, because, like, Sony had um, the Matrix and all that stuff, and Sony, yeah. PlayStation, Project Morpheus, obviously Morpheus from the Matrix. Um, which pill, the blue or red, was the one that, like... The red one. The red. Made you realize the truth? Yes. Yeah. They couldn't just call it like PlayStation Red or something like that, or PlayStation Blue. PlayStation Red Pill. <laughs> red Pill, yeah. Then it just sounds like you're selling, you know, yeah, medication. But, but at no, that no, point. no. <laughs> you don't have to do pill. Just like PlayStation Red or PlayStation Blue. I mean, nah, bro. We'll just slap a five on it. Call it a day. <laughs> PlayStation VR. Creativity. What's that? <laughs> Anywho, did we touch on everything that we needed to touch on? I mean, yeah, Halo has herpes. Oh, God. Halo does not have herpes. The microtransactions are a huge thing that kind of turned me off from even going into the war zone aspect, but I'm going to do it. I mean, obviously. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ta- ignoring I mean, that stuff. You can't, yeah. I mean, the game itself, I mean, bare bones looking at it from the outside looking in, I mean. Again, she's fun, but she has herpes. <laughs> and I don't know how much time I want to spend with that because I got one more stat to bring up. Now, earlier we talked about how it would cost $1,100 to get all the cosmetics unlocked. Mm. And that's if you get lucky with the jaw and all that stuff. Mm. Now, the amount of time it takes to earn those, because you can earn credits. You don't have to spend a single dime if you don't want to, um, to buy these requisitions. You can just earn them in-game. But if you're even a top-tier player, it would take about two hours worth of playing to equal one gold pack. So it would take 349 gold packs. Oh, Jesus. So the rough estimate that, again, the Angry Joe Show came up with was 680 hours to complete. Wow. 680 hours or $11,000. Man. At the time of recording this, um, there's like less than a week before Fallout 4 comes out. Um, if you do the math, there's not that many hours in between now and then. <laughs> so, to those who are trying to figure out, hey, I'm hearing some good things about Halo, but haven't dove deep. and uh, Again, I was excited for Halo, and I've only played Halo once. I'm like, hey, you, I trust you guys. Like, this is going to be awesome now. Mm-hmm. I see what the hype was about. It wasn't hype. It was real. It's a good game. I bought Halo 5, and now I'm like, oh, no. I've arrived at this party way too late. Like, there's only Smirnoff left now. Like, this is really bad. And um, should someone get this game? You it's guys like, are the Halo people. It's like She show- has herpes. It's like showing up to the last Woodstock. <laughs> you didn't know it was going to be the last Woodstock, and you're just like, oh, man, this is dope. Oh, wait, wait, that's not okay. <laughs> they set up rules oh, for damn. all they the stuff that made down, it awesome. aren't they? Look, if you're with with the Halo, yeah, get Halo Five, get it because the simple fact they've already said that four, five, and six are going to be their big trilogy. Christ, and I mean, this is no Empire Strikes Back by any means. There's not that kind of like wow to it, but it's definitely telling a story, it's- and it's leading into six. And, I mean, I'm going to buy six because I want to know what the hell happens. That's that's really what it comes down to. It's funny that you mentioned The Empire Strikes Back because someone has compared Halo as the Star Wars of video games. Your pitiful I mean, I can definitely see as it's now. I mean, Out of everything, man. though, can, <laughs> at least from my quick glance, though, Star Wars to me seems like the biggest franchise ever in yeah. films. Something. It's definitely not the Star Wars of video Something. games. I can think of, I Dark mean... Side. If it was, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks would be the wreck packs. Yeah, I mean, Jar Jar Binks would be like, Misa got a wreck pack! And he would give it to oh you every God. time you, like, pressed A. Something. But something. It, it's it's worth Dark it. Side. Complete. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. It's not... By no means, it's nothing cr- 
crazy. It's not a game that I'm gonna go tell everybody around the world to buy. I mean, it's it's like Halo, I'm not guys. gonna be like you go buy it, you go buy it, and you go mm. buy it. But I'm just to set a scale. It. What's a game recently that's come out that you would tell someone to go buy? Me, it'd be Metal Gear Solid. Oh hell yeah! I definitely highly recommend that. Most value but you will ever get out of the next game. few games. And it's unfinished. Out, Star Wars, Tomb Raider. I'm totally contempt with a lot of the new stuff rolling out this year. Like this year is a good year for gaming for sure. Which means next year is probably going to suck because it's that we haven't v- had a good that year. That or it's going to be VR, and I, we're going to look at oh, these yeah, old that games. True. Never mind. We're going to look next at these old games dope. like cassette tapes. It's like. Yep. Psh, what? I yeah. can't believe I'm playing Halo 5. Dope. I didn't even think about that because that's probably when the VR explosion is going to hit. I mean, they've been hyping up VR for a few years now. Like, it's not like like this is something that they've been like kind of sugarcoating. Like, they've been working on this shit for a while. So, it's really interesting to see if... I hope it's not gimmicky. That's the one thing I'm hoping for. That I'm not going to throw down four or five hundred bucks on this thing and it's going to be a pure fucking gimmick as far as... oh. We're just going to release five games for it. And then, uh, you know, after that, I guess we're just done with it. The Connect. <coughs> Microsoft. <coughs> Damn, it had to could, clear my throat. <clears throat> it could be um, either really, really good marketing, but everything I've read on it, and again, I've put it on and I've liked it, but then again, I, I like tech. And I see the potential in things a lot of times. And so I know what it can be done. I see this happen all the time. Which, oh, that's stupid. I would never use that. Mm-hmm. And, or I'd never do that. It's like, yeah, you do. You want that. Um, the things I've read that people who are working with this stuff all the time are saying that this is going to change everything. Not just gaming, but the world. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, you, is be you can do things, you can do so much mm-hmm. with even the education fact of it. A lot of times, like, you know, you hear about OJT, on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. Now, you can easily VR put someone schooling. in Oculus Rift Jeez. and then do the same OJT stuff and all the different simulations where you're just not going to feel that on a remote. You're not doing it. But if you have something like uh, where you have Valve's ACC Vive or V Vive, I'm sorry, whichever one where you have motion where you can move around and then you have other companies, I believe in one is control VR to where you have the gloves to where you can actually manipulate your own hands in the world. Mm-hmm. And you have them do the motions of training someone how to work on an oil rig or something like that without having to take them out to an oil rig to get the work done or training. There's so many potential op- opportunities, probably much better VR examples schooling. than working on an oil rig. Say what now? VR schooling. Yeah, I mean, VR school, school, like that can be 100% doable. If this VR thing takes off and, you know, the the technologies in it kind of advance throughout the years, like that could be a thing. You never know. I mean, think of the money saved, too, if you didn't have to take somebody out to the oil rig or you have to, like, go to the school. You're wasting your gas. Exactly. Like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if it ends up in the on a freaking headset and you're in a classroom getting taught. Like if it, if it ends up in the wrong hands, they're gonna have microtransactions. Oh somehow. God, fucking microtransactions! <laughs> you're gonna have to pay for gas in the VR world <laughs> to get to the oil rig. Well, yeah, you gotta buy one, you gotta one buy book books. that touches on it. If you haven't heard about it already, don't feel like you missed that train oh. or whatever. It's uh, Ready Player One. Now has a movie coming out. It gets dark, um, but it's. It's a great book for one. I used to read books all the time as a kid. Didn't have time for it as an adult. This book, I'm reading books again now because of this book. So if you're interested in this VR stuff and you really want to kind of see, hey, what would this kind of be like? Of course, everything, you know, you have books like Orson Welles' 1984. It's not exactly like that, but you get to see um, a good aspect, a well-written story in a world like that. Now, with this, if you want to get an idea of what it could be like or some of the things that kind of pop up, like we're just talking about education right off the bat, Ready Player One paints a pretty good setting of what it could be like in VR. So think, focus on the good stuff of it, the awesome games you'd be able to play in VR and the schooling and the traveling. Like you mentioned, like they actually do have to spend credits to travel and stuff. But when it's a difference of traveling from I'm in Mario World the next and then I'm fucking in Afghanistan <laughs> solid, I'll take that. You know, I'll spend the money. Yeah, definitely. I would spend the money on that oh, too, yeah. honestly. A VR vacation. But if it's a matter of 
this oh, helmet. That'd be so dope. You just but what if we right just here? get stuck in our computers? That's another thing that could happen. It could be like um, that one movie, Surrogates. Yeah. Bruce oh. Willis. <laughs> where we're just in our thing the whole time. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're going to have to figure it out along the way. Again, if you read, I feel like I'm doing a Ready Player One book plug, like I wrote a book myself. <laughs> um, but they even touch on that. So, in a good, interesting way. So, if you haven't read it yet or listened to it. it, you should check it out. I'm going to have to read it. Yeah. I'm going to wait till the uh, movie comes out. I'm a I will. <laughs> there's not there's a movie that came out recently that uh, I read the book and then watched the movie. It's the first time I've done that, mm. and um, the book was so much better. I think that's always the case. I'm finding out that to be Most true. Times, Mo- yeah. Movies are normally like the summarized version of that awesomely epic the detailed cliff notes. book. Yeah, cliff notes. In the audio book of this is really awesome. It's read by Will Wheaton. Will who? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah, I was like, wait, well, did, I did I really say it wrong? I was like, Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton? <laughs> what? <laughs> say cool. Cool. Now say whip. Whip. Now say cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to check that book out, though. But, I mean, the future definitely is going towards VR. I mean, that's been it's been marketed in commercials. Mm-hmm. The Oculus Rift, you have all those. You have like the Samsung VR is one of them as well. I think. Oh yeah, Samsung is working on yeah. one, and it's not going to be great because it just looks like they're just kind of throwing it out yeah. there. Aren't they coming out with their first? Wait, that's the first that's, headset coming out. Isn't that's it? the one I think. Now that I think about it, I put my phone into it at Best Buy. It was oh. a Samsung VR. Cause at the time I did have, I had a, a Note, and I put it in there. And it was really cool. Very, very cool. Hmm. But I haven't heard anything about it since. Interesting. And you could buy it at that time. It was like two or three. Yeah, I think that's the first little VR. Oh, I want to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. All these headsets should be coming out in the first quarter of January. Like to the public. First officially? quarter of January. 2016, I mean. Hmm. Um, I've heard. <laughs> I can't remember which one. But one is supposed to come out in January. I just caught that. But uh, <laughs> are, are my mistakes funny to you, Paul? Yes, they are. <laughs> now, so, yeah, but that's definitely stuff we're going to be covering in the future. Um, there's going to be more news rolling out. We're going to try our best to do these once a week. Indeed. Here's the problem. We have jobs. We also have games we want to play. If we don't do both of those, we don't have much to talk about. <laughs> now... Next up, we're going to have Tomb Raider is coming out Tuesday, and we have Fallout 4 coming out Tuesday. Friday before that, we have Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot on our plates. I know I'm personally David. I'm going to be working on putting together a Tomb Raider review. Mm-hmm. I'm replaying the last Tomb Raider that they came out just because it's been a while, and um, it's it's a solid game. I like the just linear aspect of going through, hey, by all means, and, and for a second it was like, oh man, this is kind of like Uncharted. I was like, wait, wait, Uncharted, it was inspired by Tomb Raider. Let's mm-hmm. not get it twisted. Yeah, um, oh yeah, that's what people need to realize. Uncharted yeah. <laughs> was inspired by Tomb Raider. Remember that exactly. Yeah, and I, uh, I believe Cody is going to be working on Fallout Four. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be at the midnight release for Fallout, and I will be at Target that morning mm-hmm. picking up a new Coca Cola. You best believe that. Nice. So, and I will try to do the same. Yeah, I'll be working on the Fallout Four. Review, and, and then Star Paul's Wars. probably going to play either one, and I just know he's patiently waiting for a Star Wars Battlefront. Oh yeah, Star Wars and uh, Tomb Raider are definitely the my world. two hype games that I'm looking forward to. So, yeah. um, look forward to. Um, hopefully, we could you know get streams going on with you know as far as like the multiplayer aspects of uh, Battlefront, so you can see us having some fun. Oh yeah, that's definitely going to be running. a thing. We're going to be starting. We've already started a Twitch channel. Nice. We just haven't decided which game to start with first. Exactly. If we can afford these rec packs, it mm. may be Halo. <laughs> but we won't be together. We have to go to our own rooms. Because <laughs> what the fuck, Halo team? I'm going to have to send <laughs> these guys together. to their own houses or vice versa so we can play oh. Halo. Welcome to the future Doesn't of make sense. Kids. Doesn't make sense. You got sense. your own TV, bruh. You got your own internet, bruh. You got your own console, bruh? Guess what? We could co op, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so much oh. money. So I want to go ahead and wrap it up, Paul. 
you guys, thank you for listening to our very first Almost Happy Hour gaming podcast. Um, we're definitely going to be moving forward with this. I'm signing off. All right. Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening as well. Appreciate everything. Uh, remember to keep the microtransactions flowing. David? <laughs> no, no. I'm not going to. It is the herpes of the gaming industry. <laughs> Halo has herpes. That'll be all. But we still love Halo. We'd also really like to hear what your hype song is. That song that when you play it, you are awesome at that game, no matter what, in time. Or if you have a favorite game trailer, especially music-oriented, let us know. If you want to talk to us, you could find us at almosthappyhour.com and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you like what you heard tonight... And when you want to hear more in the future, go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher.